Turkey hunting is one of my favorite things. And one of the key tools I use for turkey hunting is the Onyx Hunt Map. I use it incessantly when I'm hunting turkeys. Being able to find a new piece of public or gaining permission on private opens up opportunities for gobblers. Onyx Hunt has a special offer for you this spring. Use the code MEATEATER to receive 20% off your membership at onxmaps.com hunt. You'll find more birds this season. I'm telling you, I rely on Onyx Hunt. When I'm hunting turkeys, it is an invaluable turkey hunting tool. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Many of you know Axis deer is considered to be the best tasting venison on the planet. I've been hearing that for years. And that those deer cause some ecological harm. Well, Maui Nui Venison is bringing those Axis deer to the market. So you can get some fresh cuts and sticks shipped to your door. Visit MauiNuiVenison.com. That's M-A-U-I-N-U-I, venison.com. Use promo code MEATEATER for 20% off your order. It's a Meat Eater Podcast. Welcome to Meat Eater Trivia, the only game show where conservation always wins. I'm your host, Spencer Newharth, and today we're joined by Brody Henderson, Seth Morris, Randall Williams, Tressa Croker, Chester Floyd, Colin Fatma, Corey Calkins, and Alyssa Smith. This is a 10-round quiz show from Meat Eater's four verticals, which are hunting, fishing, conservation, and cooking, and there is a prize. Meat Eater will donate $500 to the conservation organization of the winner's choosing. And each week here on Trivia, we reveal a new stat for the stat of the week this week. We're looking at listener questions in the Meat Eater Trivia board game, which comes out this fall. Of the 800 questions in the game, 235 were sent by listeners. That means you, the fans, contributed to nearly 30% of the game. Now, I didn't have a chance to email all 235 of you whose questions were chosen, so here's what I'm going to do instead. Around the time that the board game comes out, I'll post an article on TheMeatEater.com that lists every person's name who had a question in the game, and just like on the show, you are credited in the board game for sending that great question. Now, here's an example. Corey Calkins has in his hand a card from the game. Corey, go ahead and read question 138 for me. And after you give the room a chance to answer, flip over to reveal the correct answer. All righty. Also known as a bell or a beard, this word describes the flap of skin that moose. hangs from a moose's chin. <laughs> it's not moose. What other guesses? Read it again for us, Corey. Also known as a bell or a beard, this word describes the flap of skin that hangs from a moose's chin. The waddle. That's not it either. I don't know. Any other guesses? I thought it was a a bell. (laughs) All right, go ahead and and flip over the card, Corey. What's known as a dewlap. That's right. And what does it say below the answer? 
has my name on it. It does have his name on hey. it. That's that's what I'm talking about. So if you sent in, if you were one of the 235 Good people, question, your card in the game has your name on it, just like this one has awesome. Corey's name on it. Corey sent me that question. It was good enough to make it in the board game. What do you got, Randall? Well, I was just going to say, now Corey's question is ruined for faithful there's, listeners. There's one question ruined. That's right. Uh, but his name is on the card. How's that feel, Corey? See your name there in the big bright lights of the Meat Eater Trivia board game. I feel like I hit the big time, Spencer. You did. Meat Eater Trivia, the only board game where conservation always wins, comes out this fall. If you, if I was to send you a question mm-hmm. as soon as we're done here, yep. is it too late? Too late. Okay. Uh, the board game <laughs> is is being made right now in some factory and will be in our Meat Eater store very soon. Cool. Here's our zero percenter question of the week, which tests how much knowledge players have retained from previous shows. Corey's question is now going to be a zero percenter for us. This question was from episode 347. The topic was wildlife and nobody got it right. Name one of the four states that list the black bear as an official state mammal. South Carolina. No. Maine. No. Wisconsin. No. Florida. No. Mississippi. Keep going. You guys, you get there eventually. Arkansas. Georgia. Uh, No, no. New Jersey. No, no. New York. No. Son of a bitch. They're only in like 39 (laughs) or 40 states. Keep going. Alaska. No. We're going to sit here all day till one of you gets one of the four. No. Vermont, New Hampshire, Connecticut. (laughs) Still not Arkansas. Alabama, Alaska, Arizona. New Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Chester got one. Alabama is a correct answer. The other three states are Louisiana, New Mexico, and West Virginia. The incorrect answers given in that game were Kentucky, Maine, Wyoming, North Carolina, Vermont, Pennsylvania, and Oregon. Still a tough question. We have some housekeeping to get to. Over the history of Meat Eater Trivia, I've read a lot of Boone and Crockett and Pope and Young scores. An example would be that the world record black bear scored 23 and 10 sixteenths, or that the world record pronghorn is 96 and 4 eighths. This has inspired a lot of listeners to write in saying that I need to reduce those numbers to the lowest common denominator, but that is incorrect. The Boone and Crockett record book lists their scores to either a sixteenth of an inch or for lower scoring animals like bears or cougars or to an eighth of an inch for higher scoring animals like deer or elk. This is so that there's no mental math involved when comparing animal scores like if three-fourths is bigger than thirteen-sixteenths, for example. Now, I understand why this might sound like nails on a chalkboard to some folks, but it's actually designed to make it easier to communicate these numbers. Now, the Shelby index for today's round is a 3 and 8 sixteenths, so our winner should get seven correct answers. You know people are real into that Boone and Crockett scoring. They never leave the fraction off the end. Yeah, why would you? You, you every, What every, that buck you shot? What did he score? Well, he's right here on my arm. Uh, Brody, he was 166 and, and four eights. Four and a half. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we're on to the game of trivia. Play the drop, Phil. Look, I need to know what I stand to win. Everything. How's that? You stand to win everything. Game on, suckers! 
Thank you, Phil. Question one. <laughs> the topic is woodsmanship, and this will be multiple choice. Which of these animals kills the most humans worldwide each year? Is it scorpions, elephants, crocodiles, or dogs? Which of these animals kills the most people worldwide each year? Your four choices are scorpions, elephants, crocodiles, dogs. We have a pretty confident room. Brody, do you have this one right? I'm feeling good. Seth, you also seem confident. Do you have this one right? I'm feeling good as well. Scorpions, elephants, crocodiles, or dogs. Is everybody ready? Dr. Can Randall? I give everyone a hint? <laughs> Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Seth saying dogs, Tressa saying crocs, Chester and Colin saying dogs, Alyssa saying crocodiles, Randall saying dogs, Corey saying elephants, Brody saying dogs. The correct answer is dogs. The room did pretty well. What's your hint, Brody? What do you got? Oh, no, I was just going to say that. The, the critter that kills the most people is not on that list. It is not on that list, indeed. That would be a mosquito. It's estimated that dogs kill between 25,000 and 35,000 humans each year. Scorpions kill about 3,000 people. Crocodiles kill about 1,000 people. And elephants kill about 100 people. About 40 Americans die from fatal dog attacks annually, with most victims either being very young or very old. Question two, the topic is conservation. This next great question comes to us via Terrence Kane. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at themeateater.com. The Federal Aid in Wildlife Restoration Act of 1937 is better known by this name. Again, the topic is conservation. The Federal Aid in Wildlife Restoration Act of 1937 is better known by this name. A stumped room. Few folks think they have it. Everyone else is yet to get to their whiteboard. Has anyone had any scary encounters with dogs in their day? I've been bit a couple times. By what? Dogs. Well, can you be more specific? My neighbor's dog was some white husky looking thing. Uh -huh. Broke up a dog fight. That's like always a stupid thing to do. Yeah. Put a hole right mm. right through the hand. Do you have to seek some medical attention oh, yeah. for that? Yeah. When they gave me the shot, the needle went all the way through my hand. Like out the other side? Mm -hmm. Was that an accident? <laughs> she stuck it in the hole the tooth made. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tressa, you said you had your face about taken off by a dog? Yeah, I was in elementary school and a cocker spaniel like chomped my whole face and it was swollen for like two weeks straight. Oh no. Jeez. Yeah, I got some scars. Do you have some PTSD from that? No, I love dogs. <laughs> Here's the question again. The Federal Aid and Wildlife Restoration Act of 1937 is better known by this name. Does everybody have an answer? Corey? Yep. Was this a, a throwing Dr. Randall a bone here? Go ahead and reveal <laughs> oh, your is... answers. We have Seth saying Pittman Robertson, Tressa without an answer, Chester saying Endangered Species Act, Colin saying Pittman Robertson, Alyssa saying National Park Service, 
Randall saying Pittman Robertson. Corey without an answer. Brody saying Pittman Robertson. He got it. The correct answer is Pittman Robertson Act. The act provides funding for wildlife habitat and wildlife research. It was amended in 1970 to include funding for hunter education programs and target ranges. The act is commonly referred to by the names of its sponsors, who were Nevada Senator Key Pittman and Virginia Congressman Absalom Robertson. Brody, or excuse me, Randall, would have you known the opposite way of wording that question is what is the official name of the Pittman-Robertson Act? Yes, but the the real question would be, can you name the first names of Pittman and or Robertson? And nobody would get that right. Absalom, ever. I think, would have been far, far down. I don't even list. know if I'm saying that right. Um, A-B-S-A-L-O-M. I think you got it. Absalom. <laughs> question three. The topic is fishing. After this angler won the 2003 Bassmaster Classic, a Chicago Sun-Times reporter referred to him as, quote, the bad boy of bass fishing. After this angler won the 2003 Bassmaster Classic, a Chicago Sun-Times reporter referred to him as, quote, the bad boy of bass fishing. Brody, I can't tell if you are happy with your I, I answer or I know I want it to be, but... Okay. I just can't say a lot. Seth, more. do you have this one right as the mm. competitive fishing guru in the room? No. Well, maybe. Randall, have you I picked have up your board yet? Educated guess. I, I, yeah, I have an answer. Okay. Not super confident. Mm -hmm. How about you, Corey? Do you have an answer? I do, but it's uh, probably wrong. Okay. It always makes me nervous, and Brody does the <laughs> face behind the board. Now. <laughs> Here's the question again. After this angler won the 2003 Bassmaster Classic, a Chicago Sun Times reporter referred to him as the bad boy of bass fishing. Is everybody ready? Yes. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Seth saying KVD, Tressa without an answer, Chester saying Kevin Van Dam, Colin saying Kevin Van Dam, Alyssa without an answer, Randall saying Mike Iconelli, Corey saying Bill Dance, Brody saying Mike Iconelli. We have a correct answer in the room. It's Mike Iconelli. Well done, Randall. <laughs> that was my second guess. Likewise, bro. I just wasn't sure how old that dude was. You know, that's 20 years ago. Yeah. Iconelli burst onto the scene after winning the Super Bowl of bass fishing on the Louisiana Delta in 2003. He was known for his outbursts in moments of triumph and misery, which viewers referred to as going Ike. He holds the record for the most consecutive Bassmaster Classic appearances, qualifying for the event every year between 2002 and 2019. Brody Randall, you guys are just too smart. I think, I think you guys should just not be allowed in here. I think anymore. we're older. I think that's kind of a dated reference. Uh, well, he's Seth, still around. He's still he's popular. still he still fishes. I, that's right. And yeah. Seth over here is a competitive fisherman from uh, Pennsylvania. I think he grew up in Jersey slash yeah, South he's, Philly. Yeah, he was a Jersey guy. He Make sure you're not one. dabbling well, in ageism over I was, there, Chester. I was, Steve's uh, got in trouble with HR for that. I just HR said you're smart. <laughs> <laughs> I almost put Ike and Alley, but Kevin Van Dam just retired, and I thought you were gonna have like a mm. tidbit about that. Okay. He retired. Mm. How old is he? It's not that old, is he? I don't know, but yeah, he just had his last tournament. I think Ike is 45. KVD can't be more than a decade older than that, I would guess. He's just done. 
Question four. The topic is cooking. This is our listener question of the week, which was won by Alex Vandenbrink. For sending this great question, Alex is going to get a book signed by Steve. What German word roughly translates to cutlet in English? Again, the topic is cooking. What German word roughly translates to cutlet in English? Colin, Randall, and Brody looking confident. West know of the room, this one. not so much. Who in here has some uh, German roots? Alyssa. A lot of pressure on you, Alyssa. No one else. That's it. Oh, I'm sure everyone's got a little. Yeah, I, there. I got a, got a skosh. What German word roughly translates to cutlet in English? Randall, you have this one right. You know, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I feel like I should know it. Brody looks confident. Now, yeah. if you're watching this episode on YouTube, you actually get to see the board game here in front of me. It's got the box that the whole thing comes in, as well as this tin carrying case, which will fit the cards, whiteboards, markers. That you can fit in your uh, glove box of your pickup, throw it in your boat. Next your time backpack. you got to make that thing waterproof so it floats and it's sealed. Mm. Okay, we'll the get, packaging we'll get right is on nice. Thank you, Chester. It does look yeah, it looks beautiful. Good. Here's the question again. What German word roughly translates to cutlet in English? Is everybody who's going to come up with an answer have an answer? Chester, do you feel I good about your answer? <laughs> Not really. Mm. Okay. I think it's German, though. Okay. <laughs> is everybody ready? My son's going like to be. My, my son answer. has been to Germany twice. Really? And speaks pretty fluent German. He's going to be really okay. upset with me. Oh, you <laughs> asked need this. a phone a friend option. I know. Can I have yeah. a phone a friend? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Seth without an answer. Tress is saying oh, Donka. Chester saying, what's that say, Chester? I can't see it. Schnitzel. Colin saying. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> schnitzel. Colin saying schnitzel. Alyssa without an answer. Randall saying schnitzel. Corey without an answer. Brody saying schnitzel. The correct answer is schnitzel. We'll Damn. give it to Chester. Even though he left oh, I, out, that's I how they say it in Wisconsin. A few yeah. Key words. I have a hard time with spelling some things because of just how I talk, just how we talk over there in Wisconsin. <laughs> Schnitzel is a dish that uses a very thin, boneless cut of meat. Despite its name, some sources say it originated from Austria. If you want to learn how to cook schnitzel, then go to TheMeatEater.com and read Justin Townsend's recipe for rabbit schnitzel or Stephen Rinella's recipe for turkey schnitzel. Both recipes have perfect five-star ratings. Question five, the topic is hunting. Which migratory bird flyway crosses places like Memphis, the Driftless region, and Lake Winnipeg? The topic is hunting. Which migratory bird flyway crosses places like Memphis, the Driftless region, and Lake Winnipeg? The room has been quick to answer. See if they get it right. Everyone looks pretty confident. Again, you need I'm to tell confident. me. You need to tell me which flyway crosses places like Memphis, the Driftless region, and Lake Winnipeg. I'm not confident either. Great fishing in the Driftless area and big greenback walleyes on Lake Winnipeg. Mm -hmm. Is that going to help you with this question, though, Chester? No. 
Feisty, fun to watch basketball. How many flyways are there? Not going to help you there. <laughs> Is everybody ready? No. What did you have, Randall, about a feisty oh, basketball I, team? The Grizzlies. Oh, okay. As long as we're just naming things that we appreciate about these individual areas <laughs> uh, that have nothing yeah, to do yeah. with waterfowl. Uh, barbecue, that's that's good. That's cool. Uh-huh. Doug Duran, he's fun. <laughs> oh, I feel like I could be really screwing things up with Randall here. Is everybody ready? <laughs> Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Seth saying Mississippi. Tressa saying Central. Chester saying Central. Colin saying Mississippi. Alyssa saying Pacific. Randall saying Mississippi. Corey saying Mississippi. Brody saying Mississippi. The correct answer is the Mississippi Flyway. <sighs> The room did pretty well. The Mississippi Flyway includes mm. about 14 states and three provinces. The route stretches from the Gulf of Mexico to the Arctic Ocean, crossing over notable water bodies like the Mississippi River, Missouri River, Great Lakes, and Hudson Bay. It's estimated that 40% of the continent's migra migrating waterfowl and shorebirds use this route. Phil, we are halfway through the game of trivia. Give us a scoreboard update. I think I know who our leaders are. Oh, do you? Mm -hmm. Well, let's start from the bottom. We've got Alyssa and Tressa, zero points apiece. Corey Calkins has one. Chester has two. Seth has three. Colin has four. And tied up in first place with perfect games for each of them. Wow. We've got Brody Henderson and Randall oh, Williams. Jeez. Oh, my. Trading punches. <laughs> this is a tough seat. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> Corey is nestled in between Brody and Randall. Prime should, for cheating, you, you though. You should get your peripheral vision checked. <laughs> <laughs> Pay attention here because this is a hell of a good service. It's called the Wellness Company. Picture this, okay? You wake up, you got a scratchy throat, you're all congested, you got a runny nose, you got a cough, whatever. And you weigh your options, like you tough it out, get sick, take time off work, try to get a doctor's appointment sometime in the next few months, wait two hours at urgent care and sit in a room full of six sick folks, or you open your medical emergency kit. You match your symptoms to the doctor-recommended prescription, and you start on the right meds right away. These medical emergency kits, not a first aid kit, all right? It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. So, on hand, strong antibiotics for infections of all types. Plus, a doctor's easy guide so you know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor, no waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in there. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes your kit will be rushed to your door. Get 15% off at twc.health slash meat eater, but you got to use the promo code meat eater. That's promo code meat eater, okay, at twc.health slash meat eater. Spring is a great time to do something with your family. Do some spring cleaning, which I kind of started today outside. Planning outdoor activities, which I'm always doing. Taking a little trip to Hawaii with your kids for spring break, which I just did, which was great. You know what else you can do for your family this spring? You can shop for life insurance with Policy Genius. Make that part of your financial planning for the year. 
I've said it before a, a thousand times. I'll say it again. When my wife and I, when we started having kids, we got serious about life insurance. And man, I felt so much better after we did. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just 292 bucks per year for a million dollars of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Even if you already have a life insurance policy through work, it may not offer enough protection for your family's needs, and it may not follow you if you leave your job. So save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. Applying for tags each year in the West can be daunting. Yeah, I apply for everything everywhere. It's daunting. You have to go to a variety of sources to formulate your best guess as to where to apply. Well, this is a thing of the past now. Onyx just launched hunt research tools to simplify the process for all hunters. This tool helps organize the data that matters, makes comparing hunt options easy, and helps hunters develop a plan based on real metrics rather than gut feelings. OnX Hunt also offers all elite members a free digital membership to Hunt and Fool, who I use, for boots on the ground, insight and knowledge, and a membership to Hunt Reminder so you never miss another deadline. Stop stressing over application season and apply with confidence in 2024. Check out OnX Hunt Research Tools, free for all OnX Hunt Elite members. Not an elite member? Well, let's fix that. Use code MEATEATER to receive 20% off your membership at onxmaps.com slash hunt. This is an app I use literally every day. I use it for every aspect of hunting, scouting, trapping, you name it. Question six. The topic is camping. This franchise, which was founded in Montana, claims to have the most private campgrounds in the world. And the topic is camping. This franchise, which was founded in Montana, claims to have the most private campgrounds in the world. Confident Brody and Randall. This doesn't seem like it will break their tie. A few other folks in the room look like they have it as well. Brody, do you know this answer? I'll be mad if I get it wrong. Did you know that they started in Montana? I did not, did not know that. Is everybody ready? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Seth saying KOA, Tressa saying KOA. The entire room says KOA. They got it. The correct answer is KOA. KOA stands for Campgrounds of America, with the word campgrounds being spelled with a K instead of a C. The business was founded in 1962 with its first campground opening on the Yellowstone River near Billings, Montana. Today, the franchise has more than 500 locations spread across the United States and Canada. I like a good KOA. When's the last time you stayed? It's like camping at a hotel. When's the last time you stayed at a KOA? Last summer. Oh, no, last fall during antelope season. Mile mm. City KOA, mm-hmm. highly recommended. Okay. What, <laughs> what did you like about it? I don't, I don't love them. It feels like uh, like tailgating or something. I'd rather, don't rather some, not. Don't if, some of them have pools? I'm oh, pretty, yeah. Well, there's like different like levels of KOA. There's like the posh ones and then like the 
A posh one. Explain to me what a posh one looks like. like. Pools, pools, and like volleyball like, nets. Oh yeah, a little convenience store next oh, to everything. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. anything you could need. Yeah, yeah. KOAs five. One in Mile City isn't like that. Yeah, to <laughs> say the Mile City one strikes me as one that would not have a pool. Yeah. Like a <laughs> parking lot essentially. Question seven. The topic is fishing. This next great question comes to us via Charlie McDonald. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at themeateater.com. This is a visual question. Phil is going to play you 15 seconds of a commercial from 1994. You need to tell me what as-seen-on-TV lure this was promoting. Take it away, Phil. Its movement and colors grab the fish's attention. Its sound and scent trigger the strike. The is actually four lures in one. It's a buzz bait. It's a spinner bait. It's a deep water jig. Plus, it's a weedless plastic worm, so you can fish it in any kind of cover. That is never, your hint. Never seen it before. What never. was your hint? That that commercial was your hint. You need to tell Not a me good hint. what as seen on TV lure that was promoting the commercial was from 1994. Phil, can uh, you play it one more time? Oh for yeah, our please. That'll, that'll help. Who seem <laughs> to be stumped? That, that thing won't catch fish. <laughs> yeah. What? Did you have a year attached to this thing? 1994. Now, if you want to see what the room is seeing, you can watch this episode on YouTube. Phil was not bleeping out a bad word there. That was the name of the lure that the commercial mentioned. Uh, I want to call that number. I was you try that. <laughs> I was so hoping it was the banjo VR minnow. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's, that's the first thing that popped mm. in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It was like, here comes a banjo minnow commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Again, the commercial was from 1994. You need to tell me what lure that was promoting. The banjo minnow has been an answer on a previous game, so I don't think it's going to be that. Never know. Did that look familiar to anybody in this room? No. Never seen it in my life. Never seen it in his life. This may break two perfect games up between Randall and Brody. Colin, I think, is also still on their tails. Maybe he could join them here if they get it wrong and he gets it right. I was born in 94, so I have no chance I'm going to get this one. (laughs) Is everybody who's going to come up with an answer have an answer? Now, Randall, tell me about your logic for this answer. It's just a guess. You think you know some lures from that decade. No, I, I'm I'm making if I'm describing what <laughs> okay. I'm seeing on the screen and Brody, for the first time in my life. <laughs> Brody, where is your answer coming from? No, it's, it's like, yeah. Okay. It's a wild guess. Is everybody ready? Bad one. I was wondering if the phone number was like some sort of code. <laughs> I could just Da Vinci code myself out of this mess. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Seth saying the spinner tube. Tressa saying the rotating minnow. Chester saying the chopper worm. I love that. That's, That's not right. Chopper worm. But that That's should a be a lure. <laughs> Colin saying the twisty tail. Alyssa saying the green machine. Randall saying helicopter. Corey saying drop a prop. Brody <laughs> saying propeller plus. Man, these are all Some great, great plus. Plug, plug, plug. <laughs> propeller plug. The correct answer... Is there a correct answer in the room? The correct answer (laughs) 
is the helicopter lure. Oh, man. man. Got, it. Got, it. Got it right. God. Oh, that feels good. <laughs> now, I'll have you know, that doesn't look anything like a helicopter. So somewhere in your brain, Randall, oh, you sure must have known. I, I was either going to guess the four-in-one lure or the helicopter because it's spinning <laughs> okay, around. It, it does sort people of People loved have a helicopters propeller. in the early That's 90s. That's where I got a chopper, huge. chopper from. Yeah. Okay. Holy well cow. done, didn't Randall. Me as a helicopter. Although the <laughs> helicopter lure is no longer in production, you can still buy a four-pack on eBay for $15 in case you need to be convinced. Here's that commercial in its entirety. Take it away, Yeah, let's Phil. hear him say helicopter. Oh, That'd what? Cool. I'm, not, I'm not prepped for this, Spencer. Oh, I'm sorry. So... Can it, the, link, the link is right there in the doc. Is it too late for you to click on it and play it or oh, not? Oh, no, no, I, I, I can't. Okay, just, we're going to uh... give Phil a second. Randall... Feels relieved he has separated himself from Brody with three questions mm. left. Oh my God. With a guess. A lot of pressure, Randall. The helicopter. It held on to the perfect game, too. Nope. Introducing Roland Martin's revolutionary new helicopter lure. Its movement and colors grab the fish's attention, its sound and scent trigger the strike. The helicopter lure is actually four lures in one it's a buzz bait, it's a spinner bait, it's a deep water jig. Plus, it's a weedless plastic worm, so you can fish it in any kind of cover. Call now and you'll receive 30 patented helicopter lures, each impregnated with Dr. Juice's helicopter scent. <laughs> Dr. Juice's <laughs> helicopter scent. ball-bearing swivels and five hideaway weights. Plus, we'll include the helicopter lure utility box and Roland Martin's how to cast and catch with the helicopter lure. Did Roland Martin Order your helicopter invent this? Kit now I don't know about inventing, but he put his Roland name Martin's on it. What was, doctor, what was the doctor's name? Dr. Juice the impregnates the lure with uh, scent. <laughs> when we come up with a, a fishing lure, can we please do something like this? Oh, we got to. I want to get a poster of Dr. Juice impregnating. That's not one of Roland Martin's finest moments Oh, no, he did way better things than that. And well, whatever that lure is, Chester, what did you? What was your name that you had? The chopper worm. Chopper worm. The chopper worm. That's great. I can't believe that doesn't already exist. Question eight. The topic is cooking. Merriam-Webster defines this South American appetizer as quote a dish made of raw fish marinated in lime or lemon juice, often with oil. Onions, peppers, and seasonings. Come on, Spencer. You can do better than that. Spelling counts. Brody needs a question that is going to trip up Randall. This is like an off-speed pitch. Right. You just threw some <laughs> some heat with that last one. Uh-huh. And now you're, yeah. Again, the topic is cooking. Merriam-Webster defines this South American appetizer as, quote, a dish made of raw fish marinated in lime or lemon juice, often with oil, Onions, peppers, and seasonings. Is everybody going to get this one right? No. No, okay. No, these cooking questions get me. Certainly not going to spell it right. That's a hint. What was the Shelby index? Three and a half. Three and eight sixteenths. My goal is to beat her. Okay. <laughs> it has never happened. <laughs> She's too smart. Is everybody ready? Everyone has an answer who's going to come up with an answer? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Seth saying ceviche. Oh. Tressa saying ceviche. Chester saying ceviche. Colin without an answer. Alyssa, Randall, Corey, <laughs> and Brody all saying ceviche. They got it. And everyone, I think, spelled it different. The correct answer was ceviche. 
Ceviche was invented about 2,000 years ago in Peru and Ecuador. The first versions of the dish used fermented juice from banana passion fruit. If you want to learn how to make a modern American version, then go to TheMeatEater.com and check out Danielle Pruitt's recipe for Tex-Mex Ceviche. Phil, we have two questions left. Where does the scoreboard stand? We have to say goodbye to Tressa, Seth, Corey, Colin, Chester, and Alyssa. And hey, what do you know? It's down to Brody and Randall. Brody has seven points, and Randall is in first place with eight. Question nine. Damn that Roland Martin. The topic is conservation. Dr. Juice. This next great question comes to us via Ryan Mahana. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at TheMeatEater.com. Who is the only person that has a national park named after them? Again, the topic is conservation. Who is the only person that has a national park named after them? Randall, is this going to keep the perfect game going? It should. Okay. It should, barring any uh, surprises here. Mm, I don't know. The rest of the room looks pretty confident. If you can get this one right, Randall, and Brody can get it wrong, you will have wrapped up the victory. At that point, you will just be playing against yourself for the perfect game, which would be the first perfect game of 2023. Again, here's the question. (laughs) Who is the only person that has a national park named after them? Is everybody ready? Nope. Brody, how confident are you in your answer? Not extremely okay. not not confident enough Corey, are you going to come up with one who yeah, is the only that person that has a national park named after them but chester it... are you ready now i am mm. seth but not uh, not confident. go ahead and reveal your answers we have seth saying custer tressa saying acadia Chester saying Daniel Boone, Colin saying Teddy Roosevelt, Alyssa saying Teddy Roosevelt, Randall saying Teddy Roosevelt, Corey saying Brian Glacier, Brody saying Teddy Roosevelt. (laughs) The correct answer is Teddy Roosevelt. The room did pretty well. That's what I had. We'll say I erased it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Had it down and erased it. The Theodore Roosevelt National Park is located in western North Dakota. Teddy fell in love with the area when he hunted bison there in 1883. A few months later, he bought a ranch near Medora and moved there after the death of his wife and mother. Part of the national park encompasses Teddy's original cattle ranch. Question 10. It is down to Randall and Brody. Brody would need to get this right. Randall would need to get it wrong to go to a tiebreaker. Or Randall could get it right, giving him the perfect game. I have to say, one of those outcomes would just ruin my day. The other would make it. (laughs) The topic is hunting. Name four of the seven states that have a desert bighorn sheep entry in the Boone and Crockett record book. Name four of the seven states that have a desert bighorn sheep entry in the Boone and Crockett record book. A lot of thinking going on. Randall, how many answers do you have down right now? Got three. And you feel good about those three? I do. Okay. 
see what he can come up with for a fourth. Again, you need to name four of the seven states that have a desert bighorn sheep entry in the Boone and Crockett record book. If Randall were to pitch the perfect game, getting all ten, all ten questions right, that would double our donation to $1,000 instead of $500. So there's seven states. Seven states that, that have, have an, an entry, entry in the Boone and Crockett record book for the desert bighorn sheep. Oh. You need to name four of them. I feel better then. Is everybody ready? Everyone has four answers down. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Seth saying Nevada, Texas, New Mexico, Arizona. Tressa saying Wyoming, Alaska, Idaho, Montana. Chester saying California, New Mexico, Nevada, Arizona. Colin saying Arizona, New Mexico, California, Nevada. Alyssa saying Utah, Arizona, Nevada, Colorado. Randall saying Nevada, Arizona, California, Oregon. Corey saying Arizona, New Mexico, California, Nevada. Brody saying Arizona, Colorado, New Mexico, Nevada. The seven states are Arizona, Nevada, California, New Mexico, Texas, Utah, and Colorado. No, Randall. Randall got it wrong. Wow. Brody, Oregon. did you get it right? We are going to Oregon, overtime Oregon has with these two players having nine correct answers. Now, Randall, walk us through what happened there on that answer. Oregon happened. <clears throat> I, yeah, I overthought it. I know Oregon's got deserts. They've got, uh, they're right across the border from Nevada. They've I thought you had it wrapped up. I did too. I'm, uh, I can feel my face changing colors. <laughs> I'm sick to I, my I stomach. <laughs> I know the YouTube audience will say something. I uh, I just feel I sick. I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah, it's, it's, I just don't want to be hey, here. Hey, you still anymore. have a chance. <laughs> I saw Oregon and I tried to hold my poker face and I, I didn't. I didn't know if the you, way. Yeah. Mm, so as Steve close, would say, Randall. Well, I can't say it yet. Arizona leads the country with 420 desert bighorn God, sheep entries myself. in the Boone and Crockett record book. That's followed by Nevada with 352, California with 74, New Mexico with 51, Texas with 47, Utah with 24, and Colorado with 8. The world record desert bighorn was killed by an unknown Native American in 1940 on Mexico's Baja Peninsula. The hunter was only there for meat and left the skull laying at the kill site, which the rancher owner, which the ranch owner later picked up and had scored. We're going to overtime. Play the drop, Phil. Tiebreaker. You ain't first, you're last. I think just cut it at if you ain't first, you're last, and then like go into other stuff that's funny. I never liked it. Hey, Phil, f off, man. Oh, the drama. I was cheering for the perfect game there, Randall. I tried to remain in I appreciate that. I, I wanted it to happen. I knew you were on my side. It's hard not to cheer for a thousand bucks versus 500, you know. Here is the tie breaking topic mm. it is conservation. What day, excuse me. What was the date for National Arbor Day in 2023? This is a numerical question, so whoever is the closest between Brody and Randall will be declared the winner. The rest of the players will also write down an answer, though, because if they can hit it right on the nose, 
we will add an extra $100 donation to the end of the game. So here's the question again. What was the date for National Arbor Day in 2023? What do you got, Randall? You uh, seem to have a question. This is in the past the tense, question. so it's Arbor Day's already happened. I'm not giving you any hints about this. <laughs> Again, the topic is conservation. Looking for the mm. date of National Arbor Day in 2023. Does anybody know the top of their head when National Arbor Day is? No. It's... Don't, don't, don't want to help out our competitors, <laughs> but you think you kind of know, Chester. I mean, it's a guess, okay. but maybe. <laughs> yeah, same here. It's a guess, yeah. but maybe. Yeah. <laughs> what are we working on here, Phil? Oh, I just, you know, Brody did bump the camera like he should be doing. Uh, it's, I put it in a very unfair position, so I don't, I don't blame him. Does everybody have an answer for the date of National Arbor Day in 2023? Brody, are you ready? He's got the board in front of his face. Brody, are you ready? I don't know. Is Randall ready? <laughs> Randall, are you ready? <laughs> oh, the suspense oh, is killing Brody me. Brody would like to know. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Randall, are you ready? I'm... Whatever. <laughs> Brody, are you ready? Sure. Is everybody ready? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Seth saying May 27, Tressa saying January 3, Chester saying June 8, Colin saying May 15, Alyssa saying April 20, Corey saying June 10, and our two competitors left. We have Randall saying September 1, Brody saying May 1. The correct answer is April 28, making Brody <laughs> our winner. <laughs> well done, Brody. Within just a couple days of the correct answer. Now, Randall, have you ever heard of National Arbor Day? <laughs> don't be condescending. Don't be patronizing me, Spencer. Arbor Day is always held on the last Friday of April. The tree planting holiday has been around since 1874. Brody, you knew it was in that neighborhood. How did you come up with I the I figured answer? spring, trees, uh -huh. leaves, you know, <laughs> yeah. something like that. Butterflies. Brody, it seemed like the game was over for you about five minutes Never ago. Never give up, Spencer. And here we Never are. Never give up. The winner. Uh, you know what, though? Like, <clears throat> I take great, a great amount of satisfaction in beating Steve. I feel bad. I gotta say, I feel oh, bad. Oh, really? Because Randall was just so happy. <laughs> he was one state away. It all came crumbling down. God, I just ruined everything. <laughs> <laughs> everything I touch turns to just... Brody, what happens next is you get to choose where the $500 donation from Meat Eater goes. What's it going to be? Um, I'm going to do... And if I get this backwards, I apologize. It's the Recreational Boating and Fishing Foundation. Or it's the recreational fishing and boating foundation what do we like about that but they're like tied in with like takemefishing.org mm -hmm. so they like do education on boating and fishing and stuff like that Love i've been it. doing a lot of fishing with my kids so it's a good one yeah yeah brody was just declaring that he's not going to hunt much in september because it's still fishing season no, I'll hunt, at the but, henderson yeah. home yeah i like the boat education yeah, part of that exactly Man, there's a lot you of You just go to any boat ramp and you'll see that people need some education. 
I've noticed some posture change over here between Brody sitting a little more erect and Randall slumped well, I have over to, in to his like chair. look you in the eye. Okay. I can't slouch and look you in the eye at the same mm. time. Randall. Randall's about to start crying. So, <laughs> no, I, so I'm not sad. Close. I just I'm I'm <laughs> I'm so angry at myself. What what uh like how would have that gone differently for you? Was was Oregon a gimme? Like, oh yeah, that's for sure. No, that was or, the last quest. That was my last okay. thought. And and I know that they transplanted a bunch of sheep there from Nevada. Mm-hmm. And uh, and just the wrong kind. There's some. <laughs> it's almost like you knew too much <laughs> there because I would have oh, never in a yeah, million years yeah. said yeah. Oregon. Yeah. That should for, help him, Chester. Yeah, that'll make him feel a better. Great, great spin on it, Chester. <laughs> I'm serious, though. I was like, desert. All right. These states. Yeah, it's that's southern. pretty you know good what, idea. You know what happens whenever I get... My wife always knows when I play trivia. Okay. And she sends me a text. She says, good luck at trivia. <laughs> and then I get home and she says, how was your day? And if I don't say I won trivia, <laughs> she knows that I didn't win trivia. <laughs> it's all I have. Uh-huh. I'm a desperate man. <laughs> when I when I tell Kelsey that I'm doing trivia, she says, don't come home unless you win. Oh, no. <laughs> Coming over Seven, I go, come home, I go home anyway, and... but <laughs> I would spend a lot of time not at my home if that was. Hmm. Yeah, it's like a totally different mood in our house. <laughs> my wife, <laughs> the, the dogs, you know, the dogs have like a sixth sense about uh-huh. what you're feeling in these. Yep. Like the dogs avoid me. I just kind of go home and mm-hmm. I sit in my chair and I stare at the wall. Just make everyone for an hour. pay. No, no, just, I'm unable to move on. Sounds I'm unable healthy. to move on. Yeah, this is what I do. And we don't play trivia again for like ten days, Randall. So I know. Just gotta sink it. I was so excited for today because we were supposed to play two, mm-hmm. and that gives you two swings at the ball. Yep. And it's like if I can win one, <laughs> then I go home and I say I won trivia, even though it's I lost uh, one as well. But uh-huh. from oh, the perfect God. game to losing to Brody, I, I'm losing the finger, the feelings in my fingers and toes. <laughs> All right, we better get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Join Sorry, us next time for more Meat Eater trivia, the only game show where conservation always wins. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. Yeah, Steve, they're very comfortable, they're very fashionable, and I enjoy wearing mine around the office and anywhere I go. Stop by your local Tacova's store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacova's.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. I'm sure a lot of you guys remember the old ceremonial hunting tradition of eating the heart out of the first animal you kill. Meat from those organs are among the most nutrient-rich foods on the planet. You can get those same benefits your ancestors craved via convenient daily capsules from Heart and Soil. Find out more at heartandsoil.co. And remember, use code MEATEATER for 10% off your purchase.